today on the Mike O'Mara Show. Because it's Shira and Haas is uh, Shira Haas yes. is the young lady yep. who plays Etsy, the uh, star of makes the show. A, makes lots of crafts. Yeah, puts she them on the is, website. Uh, she is spectacular. Etsy, that's the website, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I get I get internet, Jeff. Oscar, you're so silly on drugs. I get it. They own a house there, correct? They still uh, own a house Cape there. And in Cape Cod, yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful place. Yeah, uh, they might be yeah. getting air conditioning by the time we get there, Mike. That's exciting. That's yeah. uh, very exciting. And uh, I always think about Cape Cod when I'm up yeah. here. Because, uh, you know, I think that up here, uh, you know, it's, it's beautiful as well. But, uh, you know, it's just family everywhere. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's kind of where I All that and more. The Mike O'Mara Show starts now. Mike O'Mara Radio Entertainment. Today's episode of the Mike O'Mara Show is brought to you by our bonus packages. Please go to MikeO'MaraShow.com and click on the bonus banner. You'll get access to all of our bonus content, and even better, you'll be helping out TMOS. So please, quit sucking, and we thank you. Available on demand every day in iTunes and the Google Play Store and around the world on MikeO'MaraShow.com. What more can we do for you? It's the Mike O'Mara Show. Ah, to be a dog in the O'Mara house. Mm. To be a dog in the O'Mara house is to have a life of luxury and pampering and uh, just to have a mistress, Mrs. O'Mara, who takes care of the uh, hound so well, and I get to find these things in my bed. Oh, gross. How's that? That is a bully stick. Yeah, that is like a naked bully stick, too. That is, uh, is that probably not technically Frankie's handiwork right there. there the is. most intimate part of a bull? I, you know, who knows? I think it might be like a bull's yeah. uh, thing. I think, uh, I think but thing. I don't know whether that's true That or looks not. like the the humpback whale, or the I think it was a humpback whale. No, maybe it's sperm whale. Sperm whale. That so does, speak. Uh, it's uh, Shark Week, Mike, as you know. Um, and Nat Geo is having a bunch of uh, different specials that are all the same from the years of past, but remixed. Yeah. And this time they have like a sperm whale that they're just towing behind a boat that uh, blue sharks get to feed on. That's what that looks like in real well, life. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and, and the, the thing about uh, Frankie, the chihuahua, is that Frankie has no teeth. Uh, he's <laughs> had dental procedures like mm-hmm. throughout his 12 years on this planet, and you'll hear... Yeah. And I'm like trying to watch a little tube in the in the bedroom with my wife, and I'm... He's all I gums. Said, You're going to stop yeah. that. You're going to stop that. Mm. And th- I mean, I'm talking hours with something yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. A little At any point, dog, does so. Carla hear that noise and think you're starting to get intimate with her? Just from the distance, you're making yeah, that noise. Could, the art of seduction that I always <laughs> the have. The delicate go, art of seduction. That's your mating call. That's how I do it. I'll just look over and go. <laughs> <laughs> right, My so, bully anyway. sticks are 100 percent. Uh, they're 100 percent beef muscle. They contain only one ingredient: beef pizzle. P i z z l e. And so I, I, I said, well, what's pizzle? Pizzle is uh, an old English word for penis. <laughs> derived from so it's real yeah apparently yeah it derived that is from a low german pizzle yeah that is uh that is it a smell so bad pizzles thing yeah also really wow. snoop dogg would refer to it as the pizzle i wonder why it was never called <laughs> the pizzle stick they wouldn't sell as do many. you think it's a little macabre that they uh use that i mean don't they, i mean really when i really mm-hmm. think about i mean do they really have to use that part is that what they have to and parts are we, are we parts, so but. uh soft we can't just say Bull penis stick. No, you can say that, I suppose, but I you think know? it's more fun to say pizzle. You know the motto down pizzle. at Smithfield, Mike? They say, when we use a pig, we use everything except the oink. 
So I mean, there's obviously <laughs> well, there's use for something. Well, oh, well let's uh, let's waste no time please. and uh, dive right into a health update on our guy. We got health a lot on the show. A lot to uh, a lot to unpack. Oh my god! So I much hate when people say that. We got so much to unpack today. Let's unpack this. Yeah. Before we get to Oscar's health, I have to say this: there's so many uh, little isms that you have in radio and broadcasting. Unpack means you know stuffed and uh the right great, this is just a little peek behind the curtain especially when you do like a four or a five hour show yes uh beware when you hear a host say something like we have so much to get to today that we are <laughs> you know whenever they have to talk about it they're going the opposite way they're yeah. probably desperate to get phone calls or death we have abbreviated our show that we do about a 90 minute show so mm-hmm. it's really never, it, to be quite honest, we could come in here without the amount of show prep that I do every day and have a fine discussion because the three of us are more than capable of filling time, flapping our gums. When you hear, man, we're just so overloaded. We are so, now, don't even know where I to say, start. <laughs> now, when I say I'm behind on time, that's completely legitimate. Mm-hmm. When we have Fred Vigdor and we have Chad Dukes come on and you know we throw two guests in the mix where there's a lot going on. When you hear that, that's when you're really unpacking mm. a lot. Mm. When yeah. you hear it during a show, usually it means the host is just trying to sound like they're so scary busy, <laughs> <laughs> but they're really probably not. No. Just to, I thought I'd give that. Little I like when hosts come audience. on and say, "Look, let's be honest. There's nothing going on, but we're gonna do our best." That's yeah, an honest host. You know, I wouldn't you love to hear that? Wouldn't you love to hear one of the people that uh, that come on and talk about? Just how great they are. Come out and say, I really don't have anything. I'm relying well, on. I, I've only Steve, Steve Ducey could say it. I've I would heard, love well, to hear Steve Ducey say it. I've heard at least two or three people in my lifetime ever, especially during this this pandemic, say, "There's especially if it's sports radio. Yes. Oh, sports radio. Oh, I can't oh. imagine. Nothing. Been talking to some of my buddies sports. in sports radio. And, and this is what's, uh, what's it's crushing. A challenge. Uh, for the junkies, it's great because they did hot talk before sports. They did, yeah, they did both. Your right? radio so partner that. did it yeah. as well. Chad yep. can pull so. it off because he did hot talk before sports. For those that have to feign a, a personality and an opinion, that's when it was hard. But luckily, yeah. sports Perhaps, is back. Uh, certain columnists that go. came from print that have no business being behind a microphone. Uh, like, well, that's what, look. They had they had regular radio guys when we right. uh, got blown out of WJFK, and then they peppered these guys with. Uh, jocks and print writers who just didn't last. It's hard to do. It's they kind of paired them up, and that. then they uh, and the the weakness, the threadbare showed through. And uh, it's sad, yeah. right? Because it's tough enough. It's it, in in most cases, if you you, it's not a knowledge of the sport or a sport, right? Where you happen to have an expert that'll take you through like one segment of one show. That's you it. have to be able to be uh, an incredible broken personality and a narcissist to be able to sustain this kind of chat, because then you can talk all day long. Or you, if you, you want to go even further, if you go yes. further, there are the ones that would say, I'm sorry we didn't get to your calls. I'll speak to you in the office after the show. Hi there. Well, he was great, though. <laughs> oh, if you want to talk funny. about a pure the best. sports guy who, and these were the pioneers that, uh, you know, Ken Beatrice was yeah. one of the pioneers that uh, started the whole sports talk movement. Yep. You know, and uh, but anyway, we could talk about radio forever. I want to get I want to get to, uh, you know, when I talk about what we have planned today, that we, I only mention this to show you what we won't get to today. OK, right? we, we have to talk about Oscar's health. 
We have to talk yes. about Regis, of course. Regis Philbin, who passed away on the weekend. I would like to talk about trolls on the internet that were spawned out of a Regis thread that I had mm-hmm. on my Facebook. And I, you know, it's late at night. And I got dark real quick mm, and yeah. didn't care for it. Uh, Carla and I binged an entire television show last night. Now, it was only a four uh, was it four or five? Four episode, I think. But, but they were still, hour-long episodes. We that's a lot. Uh, my sister and the etiquette of texting. <laughs> uh, Carla said that I made the family uncomfortable when I was calling my sister out about a, a texting exchange that we had. You got to tell and him, Mike. I'll, I'll just share it with you. Live that life. Yeah. It's, a, it's frustrating. Uh, baseball, I've got comments on that. Carla and another hot car situation with uh, one of God's creatures in a hot car on a hot day. Uh I'll be gone in the dark. We've had that on our show prep list for a long yes. time. We've never gotten to it. And uh, Oscar's got a new website that we will love. Yes. That's how much we have. We're not going to get to all of it. Mike, there's, you, so, there's so much something to unpack. On there you like, you, you, there's so much to unpack. At the end of the day, there's a lot to unpack. Mm. Right. So my, some might be saying right now, well, shut up and get to it. Can That's right. Can I get a drum roll, please? Oh, my. Uh, so when we left Oscar on Friday's show, I'll set it up for us Thank here you. a little bit. When we left Oscar on Friday's show, Oscar uh, was not experiencing taste or smell and was freaked out and was planning to get tested for the COVID because he was worried about it. Yes. And I texted Oscar over the weekend to see how he was doing. Uh, got sort of an update, but I, I'm waiting for the real one right now. To, now, you were tested over the weekend? Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you get your results of your test over the weekend? No, but I can taste. Hey! So I am self-clearing myself from any quarantine, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, and this is actually important for people to learn, because I had to learn through no fever. the interweb. No fever at all. None fever. Um, I mentioned on the show that I was going to go across the way to get some allergy medicine. That's probably why they stopped me again today, because they probably thought I was making meth, because I bought it twice in three days. Um, so You're all loaded on Sudafed? Yes, I'm ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually Mucinex D, Mike, the big one. My friend yeah. Rob taught me well. He, he taught me the way. Does that have Sudafedrine in it? Yes, it's the big pill. It's yeah. about mm-hmm. the size of a jelly bean. It's half orange, half white, and 100% great. Yes. Do not okay. chew it. Swallow don't, it. No, no, kids, not a chewable. If you're at right. home. Um, I don't know how much meth you can make out of it, but it's definitely behind the counter. Uh, they don't give it to you just like willy-nilly. You walk up, they uh, stop you, and then they look at your ID. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember that. Uh, so I did that on Friday, and I would say I, I started feeling a little less decongested because it was weird the two days I had, you basically. Thought you started feeling a little less congested. The less congested. If you were less right. decongested, like, then you would be more One day up. I'll learn this language. Thank you so much. I understand. Much. Just wanted Conge- to make congested. people. That's uh, less congested. And then I was like, I don't know if I can really get like some taste, but I think I can. Um so I went straight to the hot sauce. I was like, I know I got to have some sort of hot sauce in the house, like nothing crazy, right? <laughs> That's cool. Uh, and then I said, if I don't I taste do. this or I don't yeah. feel the burn, then I got to go uh, hide in my room for 14 days. You see, that's okay. the one thing that would, because the hot sauce, I guess it's capacin or that's the stuff that makes don't it burn. Don't know what makes it. it. Just want to throw it on my tongue, man. But you see, the thing is, I think that the sensation I of the heat would be- I thought it was div- habanero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if the sensation- of heat would be different this is than what's the sensation gonna, of flavor. This is what's going to piss you off. I don't even know what type it was. It was just there, and I just took it and put it on my tongue. I didn't even look at the flavor or what it, what was going on. What's the you're, one with the wooden? Jerk. What's the one with the wooden cap that you see that I love? I used to. I love know that one. one. What is it? Aren't they all Tabasco? 
No, no, no. No, no. Oh. Tabasco is a particular pepper, it's I think, that's uh, made in Louisiana. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find the name of it, but you I know, know what that I'm talking one. about. And you it's got see a lady it on a Mexican restaurant. It's got a lady on it. Got it's a pretty delicious. Lady. It's got a it's C-H-U-A. Chua? It's something Chua. I can like, see it in my dreams. It's a wonderful, tasty yes. little hot sauce. So you I, went to the hot sauce. So after I had decongestant, I could taste it faintly. I could taste it faintly. For the first time, I could actually taste something where I was like, oh, there's some flavor here. This just in, Mike, it is called Heinz 57. <laughs> <laughs> With mayonnaise. No, I'm kidding. It's Cholula. Cholula. Cholula that's, that's what it is, yeah. C-H-O-L-U-L-A. Cholula. Pretty yummy. So then, yeah, good stuff. then I wrote into my old Google machine, Mike. I said, uh, um, congestion due to air conditioning. That's oh, the yeah, one. There's a big. There's a lot yeah. going on about yeah, air conditioning. Yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. So those of you at home, cats and kittens, listen up. Clean your it, filters. If you, if you, it, well, not just your there filters. It important to do that. Mm. But if you have your AC on blast, especially if you're in the Florida or let's say uh, the Mid Atlantic or you know, frankly, a lot of the, most of the country right now is on fire. Yeah, there's uh, a heat wave. I would say that tropical heat wave. When you throw that on without a. Uh, humidifier in your room it can replicate what is the i would say the finale the the symptoms of a clogged and uh, of your it'll clog all the cilia in your sinuses up so you can't breathe basically that's what happens when you're a little under the weather and god bless you for being a trooper and coming in yeah i could have just taken a powder for 14 days you're you're funny because your english does take a back seat i'm sorry yeah i know it's a struggle to find the words a little bit you putting some hand sanitizer all day mike i'm safety first so the 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 way i read it is the cilia in your uh in your nose passages freeze up so all the mucus can't be like like your lungs can't be scooped out. You can't expectorate. So it turns into a gloop and stuffs your uh, sinuses up. Your your AC can do this with it a It makes van. sense because the AC is removing as much moisture as possible so the air can feel cooler. So we threw a moist, uh, it's not a moisturizer, a uh, humi- mm. humidifier. A moisturizer. <laughs> a good, like, a certain high-end air conditioners, I think even wall units, will yes. dehumidify and cool Mike, at the yes. same time. Do I look high end? My thing costs twelve grand. And well, that's I know that I know that even the old air conditioners. Everybody's got central air down in Florida, and yes. I know that right. even the old ones. Yeah, some of the old ones have uh, have dehumidifying. My, my God, that, that's why you have to have usually a tube or set it in a window because all that dripping. That's the condensation. That's the humidity leaving your house. I'm going to say I don't yeah. have that in my unit. I might have to call my friends you do. and figure that out. You probably do. You I probably you do. do. It's just mm. not. Some of them are are more, you know. Robust? I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, so, look, well, I, did you get tested? I did, yeah, I got tested, but I'm not going to know for another seven days. Right. Okay. All right. Like, but you don't think you have no, the No. One night with the humidifier, God bless my wife for having one, like a real one. Right. Um, and changing the water on a regular basis. The next morning, I woke up and I threw the hot sauce on my tongue, which, by the way, in the morning's not so bad. But you're still Great with eggs. I could taste everything. You still went to the CVS before the show to get, uh, like, allergy more, No, more decongestant. More, so you're still congested. Yes, but I mean, yeah. but I mean, I don't know if see. I think that the COVID is more of a throat sore throat, le- lethargy, bones aching. You I've know, got more no sore foolish. throat, no bones. You don't have aching. any of that. No, no. Yeah, and but I can taste. Okay, I can taste, which is great. What's the last thing you ate? Me? Yes. Uh, yesterday, my mom made chicharron. Mmm, what's yeah. that? That's fr- that chichar- chicharron is the fried uh, plantains, mm-hmm. right? No, 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 no. Um, what is what is chicharron? chicharron? Is 
It's basically, have you ever had a double fried uh, wing? Like a yeah 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 so, so it's, Carla I, likes extra fried it's triple oh, fr- now this thing's like maybe five x fried and soy sauce it's almost like Chinese food from home she made that oh nice yeah nice. it's so good and, and if, if, really if, I thought, if I thought I thought I had COVID if I thought I had it I would not have gone and seen my mother and even no, social distance. No, if you enjoyed a a dish your mom made then you got oh, your it's taste just back. amazing yeah, absolutely it's mm-hmm. good to be healthy. Good stuff. I tell you, I just I'm thinking about. See, there we go. You bring up food, and I get sidetracked because yeah. I start Who thinking doesn't? about food. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm doing the intermittent fasting. You know, I'm, so, I don't eat in the morning, okay, so, so I'm I, thinking about. I, so that. we bust in like the Kool Aid guy, my uh, Shannon <laughs> Santos and I to the, her house, and she's like, "Thank goodness you came today," because she's. I gave her the heads up. I was like, "Hey, I can't smell. Just, just might not be coming Sunday, so don't go all out." Right. Right. And she went out all out anyway. So she was. She said that God told her that I was going to be able to come on Sunday. Don't know. I just went with it, uh, and you know that might be a symptom of COVID. <laughs> the fact that she's hearing God, so, maybe maybe you should have stayed away. I, like, I was like, "All right, mom, tell God I said hello." Uh, what's up, Mama Santana? Mama Santana, make him chicharron. <laughs> she said she slaved away for three hours to make chicharron, and it was well worth it. Fry them five times. And this is the hey, first Rob, time. You know what that I realized? Shannon I need a door. She loved it. I need a. I, I lost my door last week. You I lost door. your door. So, can you okay. send me a door, please? I can send, send you a door. Send that man a door, please. Really, yeah. be, really be send it to you right now. As so a I can send it to me now. Maybe I'll yeah. get it before the I end can of the taste. Show. <laughs> I went for a long thirty-minute run uh, yes. on Saturday night. I feel great, except for the congestion, but that's allergies. Well, then, if you're doing all that, I'm, I'm, I feel better about it. I Back, texted baby. you over the weekend. You seemed to Very indicate sweet, that Mike. you were You're doing the only person in my well. entire universe that texted me without wanting something. That can't be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm really? serious, yeah. Well, we were talking about you. Yeah, yeah, you were, we're very thinking sweet. about uh, yeah. whether you were I, it okay. Was, it, I, there was a moment, and look, I didn't want... I, I didn't want to even alert anybody about this, but it was it was something that we 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 threw out over the air, just like a throwaway between shows. And Mike's like, "No, we got to talk about this." Is the is that idea of just having? And I think I said this on the show, just having just normal symptoms that could be anything else, mm-hmm. like freak you out to even when you're as I guess Terrifying. informed Getting as a I am. Oh my god! Right now, in the era of COVID, would be. Uh, fracturingly scary. Get your flu I mean, shot, people. I still I mean, take my temperature twice a day. I feel fine. I'm taking my temperature twice a day. Because yeah, but between your toes, right? Yeah, exactly. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, well, the Mike. thermometer is down there right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure this timing thing out one of these days. <laughs> well, I'm on Sudafed. I have a problem. I and You are. I can tell. But that's mm. okay. You're a trooper for coming in. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the, here's the thing about uh, the whole COVID deal is that what you say is correct. I cannot I can only imagine. I think we've all perhaps during this pandemic, even if we haven't gotten sick, had right. a moment or two or maybe there's a dry throat, maybe there's a little sniffle here and there that will freak you out because you think is this it? Is this it? Yeah. It's not a call. You just never know. And when we're out doing uh, you know living our lives, it it happens right now and you, let's be honest, on Friday, by Friday, you were pretty freaked out. Yeah, you thought I was. You, yeah. you were freaked out enough to go get tested. I, I was freaked, freaked out enough that I sent Maddie home early. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. And Maddie's back from uh, Buffalo, right? Boston. Uh, Boston. 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 Matt, Maddie's back from Boston. Yes. Hi, Maddie. Hello. How Hi. are you? And uh, how was the weekend in Boston? It was great. Got to see the fam. 
Had a lot That's of lobster. Cool. It was a great oh, time. Lobster. Sounds like you worked Ooh. on your fake enthusiasm. <laughs> I guess not that well. <laughs> how was the tra- how was the travel? Like, how do you get on a plane? Like, what's the matter? Yeah, what's go-to? that like? So I wore uh, three masks, a face shield, gloves. I had hand sanitizer and then uh, wipes to wipe everything down. Mm-hmm. And it seems like I was the only person in the airport who cared. Because everybody that else sucks. just had that like one really mask on. That sucks. Well, you know, you know at least one mask. You did I mean, your job. You did your job. Thank I did. You. But Thank nobody. You. So was did like, anybody give you a hard time with that? Uh, with you know, and when Maddie wears the face shield, it's the kind of you see in hospitals. Yeah, it's the yeah. plastic shield across. Mm-hmm. When you said three masks, you had. Did you have three layers of paper? Yes, yeah, so I had a surgical mask, and then it, I think a SN95, and then another surgical mask. I'm a, you know what, Maddie? Wow. Just, you, seriously, th- if you feel at all guilty about that, I'm listening to that right now, and I'm saying to myself, responsibility. What a brilliant idea! I mean, yep. really, yep. to to kind of lock it down to make sure none of those particles mm-hmm. are coming in. Uh, to get on it, if you're going to get on an airplane. I'd be very. I'd look at a Maddie Massiello yeah. and I'd say that's smart. Bingo, yeah, bingo. I would say or that. I would say autoimmune has to be autoimmune. <laughs> <laughs> so was there anybody else that was even close to what you were doing? No, not at all. It really felt like nobody else really cared, not and that the just like them wearing a mask was like an inconvenience. Half of them were like below the nose. Oh no! It was just it was crazy. I was the only one wiping anything down. I was like, I don't. I'm not even that. Yeah. Um, like anal about it, but it was like. Everybody was. That makes you want to do it. Like, you're like, I'm going to wipe everything down. Yeah, these people aren't caring. And I I flew Spirit. So, you know, the people on that flight are even less likely to care. You probably should have been wiping that down a year ago. (laughs) It's so true. The the Spirit's are 737s. I know that. They're three on threes. Yes. So, uh, was there any. Were middle seats uh, empty on the uh, Spirit flight? No, on uh, both flights, I was assigned a middle seat. Um, And then, luckily, luckily, the window seat both times ended up being empty, so I just slid over. Good. And there was one, there was a space yeah. in between you and the next person. Yeah, it's but, so absurd. But Mike, for didn't, the most so part, absurd. Yeah. didn't Spirit fly 737s during the Spanish flu as well? <laughs> <laughs> that was the Holy it's Spirit. Just, <laughs> with the, how are we, if you want to know, like a perfect example of why we are stupid, right? I know there's an economic, the airlines have so much juice with the government. They they never should have stopped doing at least uh, the the middle seat rule, which I thought yes. was you Pretty know cool. if, if you're going to do anything, you can do it. Then they talk about their hospital grade air filters. Doesn't matter if you got sick people in back of you or in front of you because it's going to come over the seat and get you. But right. I mean, the thing is, why not? It, that's there's where we are, where people have to go in and be terrified because right. they're not protected. On an airplane. Have you ever been on a flight? Mike, let me ask you this question. And Rob, have you ever been on a flight with no one coughing around you? No. Never in my life. There is always some hacking person that's uh, doing that. And how many people, haven't we always said, you you travel and you get sick. 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 The flu. So Maddie, it would be be a little scary to uh, experience that. And I'm with you a thousand percent. I'm proud of you. Thank I think yes. that is really, yeah. really, really yeah. terrific that, that looks, you did that. But no. thank yeah. you. F them. Good. Yeah. More weird looks, more smart people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm very proud to have you associated with Hell us. Hell yeah. yeah. Mike, I, I, she also beat the quarantine. I got a hot call from, you know, I'm supposed to go up to uh, the Cape on the 7th of August or 8th of yep. August. And right. 
They're like, hey, uh, we're going to send you a couple of links to some offices that will get you the 72-hour test because now you have to have the test within 72 hours. Kind of hours. what we did up in Maine. Yeah, yeah. 72 hours. Yeah, but now this yeah. backlog, I got to go pay. Uh, well, I don't. My brother is going to. God bless him. That's why To get went, the that's results why. quickly. That's why yeah. he went to med school. Expedited, so. baby. <laughs> I'm going to get a vacation. He did say we're putting so an electric fence. I'm like, that'll be fun. It's funny that, that um, Mass is doing that because Massachusetts, uh, at least the last time I checked, I haven't had anybody uh, come up and right. uh, have vetoed a couple of trips. Sorry, I have. Uh, and uh, But that the, wasn't the, based on health concerns, was it? <laughs> Sometimes you're too smart for your own good, Mr. Spielberg. <laughs> Just is this? All, I'm joking. You know, just joking is all. Having some fun. No, that's stop. all. But <laughs> we were the the rule in Maine was within seventy two hours, and uh, I, it, we have gone out uh, to places where I think almost all I know two this weekend where uh, you uh, you eat if you're going to eat outside they take your uh, phone number you yeah. take your name and phone number for really? contact yeah. so that if somebody uh, you know starts hacking. And uh, they'll call you and tell you you were there. You should quarantine. Damn. So they're very careful. This is it's well, that's so smart, funny. Though. It's smart, but we're not doing it. That's the thing that's astonishing. If we this stuff, I was saying to somebody this weekend, if they've been able to do it early on, we might be in a different situation. Yep. But we're too duh to yep. uh, to bother doing that. It's just it's just a protocol. It's a government issued protocol. It's a mandate right. to behave a certain way. Here's how it works. You sit there, you write down the everybody's name that comes into your little restaurant. You put their phone mm -hmm. number down there. Somebody gets sick, they know, they trace, they trace, yeah. they trace, they trace. It's it that's how you you solve this wonder, little problem until we get a vaccine. I wonder how it works with the servers if they're like, oh man, that that guy's a dilf. Maybe milf. They have like little codes next to it. Who are the people they were <laughs> yeah, calling? And, and, you know? uh, I'm gonna actually, call just uh, hi, just called to say you're okay. Uh, <laughs> How are you, sir, ma'am? Yeah, you know, Carla would get lots of calls saying, there's nothing to worry about. We'd uh, like you to come in and have your temperature taken. Uh, you know, Dr. Nicholas Van Helsing would be here with that. No, I just wish more people Massachusetts. were uh, smart like Maddie. And yeah. Massachusetts, I thought, was one that Maine was saying, Maine let Vermont in, uh -huh. New Hampshire in. I know that for a while Massachusetts was not let in. Ooh. So it's interesting mm. that Massachusetts it's now is now getting heavy on you coming in from from DC. You know what? It's just uh, odd. So DC has the same thing for you can't come into DC uh, unless it's essential travel for you know either Virginia or Maryland. Yeah, you got to have uh, the 17 day quarantine or the the COVID test within 72 hours. I will say that Mike, I could understand Massachusetts because I had to do a little more digging because of our predicament, which is fine. You got to follow the rules. Uh, it's because of the colleges. They have 30 plus four year schools, and the schools yeah. that are open and are having okay. classes, they're like, eh, where you come? Yeah, crazy. Crazy times, but I'm I'm glad mm -hmm. they're doing all of that. And you feel better too. You don't want to oh, bring yes. any. You yes. want to roll into your family. I felt when we got tested. And by the way, the 72 hour thing when we came up here at the beginning of July, uh, it, we were tested, but we got our results when we were on the road. Yeah. So we so kind of rolled the took dice. Took a chance. Yeah. We rolled the dice, getting rolling. We were Friday coming in. We were on the road on our second day when we got uh, our results, and then Carla got called twice. I haven't been called. I don't know why, and I don't know why that bugs me, but it does a little bit that I never got called. And then everybody up here, I've had uh, 
visitors that I've had up here, my daughter and her mm-hmm. boyfriend, uh, her new boyfriend, uh, come uh, come into town. He was, uh, they were both tested negative before they arrived. But right. Catherine okay. found right. out while she was in the house, uh, but they had quarantined for two weeks prior to coming up to Maine. So I was right. cool with that. Right. Right. All right. Uh, the rule, the real rule, the letter of the law up here is test within 72 hours or you sit your ass down mm. for two weeks, two weeks. Okay. Uh, and you don't want to do that. So you're going to have to do one to go into mass as well. Yes. When you go up uh, in August. I have okay. to. I have to. Um, All right. But it, but it is. Look, I, it's, it's a small inconvenience, uh, I think, in the long run. And worst case scenario, what was it going to be? Just, you know, we, we go to we go to, to Maddie's Beach on Ken Island and then we get stung by jellyfish for yeah. a week. Like that's, that would have been go, a fine. That would have been a have a nice, a nice vacation yeah, yeah. on the dark brown sand. <laughs> yeah, and they, they own a house there, correct? They still uh, own and, a house Cape there. God, yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful place. Yeah. They might be uh, getting yeah. air conditioning by the time we get there, Mike. That's exciting. Yeah. That's uh, very exciting. And uh, I always think about Cape Cod when I'm up yeah. here because, uh, you know, I think that up here, uh, you know, it's, it's beautiful as well, but uh, you know, it's just family everywhere. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, <laughs> Kind of where I am. <laughs> Lots of family. Family, family, family. It's a yeah, blessing indeed. Family. No. no, you may, but this is about the time when I become very clear where I stand. You know, I'm the, uh, You've I, only been there for I'm like little, three weeks. Yeah, no, plenty of time. Plenty of time to know how hated you are. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad everybody's healthy. That's wonderful. And Rob seems to be sprouting a little hair. Yeah, look Rob's at you. sprouting a See, little bit yeah, of facial hair, right? Less egg-like, a right. little less egg-like, hopefully. Okay. Coming Working together. On it. The peach. Yeah. As fuzz. Let's start the damn show. <laughs> it's the Michael Mara Show. You can listen to the Michael Mara Show at www.michaelmarashow.com. Stay tuned for an outstanding entertainment program. It's the <laughs> Michael Mara Show. Let's get down to business. From the entertainment capital of the world. I shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that I can do or any kindness that I can show to any human being let me do it now. Let me not defer or neglect it, for I shall not pass this way again. That's the right order. Let's see who got it right. And in the fastest time, Ted Patchell. Ted, Patchell, congratulations. What do you do? I uh, computer catalog salesperson. I take orders over the phone. What did you do last night, Ted? Actually, I stayed in and watched ABC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your, your partner, Thomas, is up there. Hi, Tom. Yeah. How you doing? Hi, Regis. Nice to see you. What would you do if you won the, the million dollars? <laughs> Pay off all the bills and splurge and go get a dozen pairs of shoes at once. All right, fine. All right, good. You know what happened recently? I had dinner with our national treasure, Regis Philbin, just about a week ago. Uh, he is really America's pre-existing condition. He, uh... I didn't know this, and nobody told me this. Marty Short has got a role in damages. I thought he told us that. And he was here. Yeah, we had him on for it. How about Marty Short being like a French guy? Remember him and Father Knows Best? You mean Father of the Bride? Father of the Bride. Father Knows Best was in the last season. I don't remember him in Father Knows Best. We meet in Don's dressing room, and here's what we do. We take off our pants. Whoa! We take off our pants and we hang them up. Because when you go out to entertain, it's got to be the crease. You understand? So then we get little robes. Actually, there's one bathrobe for him and a towel for me. 
And we sit there and we talk about the old days, you know. So you guys get Joey together Bishop. periodically in a dressing room somewhere in the United States. <laughs> it's called it's, show business. And you take off your pants. It's called show business, yes. And we enjoy it. Yeah, I bet you do. Do you know the collection of records I've got? How many of those can you put on an iPhone? All of them would fit on one All of them? music device. Where yeah. do they stay? All of that same information is in that It's not big computer. enough to carry all it of it. It is big enough to carry it all. <laughs> it's like a TV set. I don't want to you talk don't live it. in the TV set. You're just sent to the TV set. <laughs> what do you mean? Of course he lives in a TV set. It's the Michael Mera Show. Michael Mera, Rob Speedway, Oscar Santana. And now, from his easy chair, here's Mike. We are live from the Podcast Village studios in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. That, of course, was the uh, late, great Regis Philbin. And, uh, yes... Uh, yeah, there, I'll get into what people said about Regis please, over the weekend. Please, so many nice tributes. Uh, we're delighted to have you along on this Monday, everybody. We are heard from Shreveport, Louisiana, to Jamaica, Virginia, Pea Island, North Carolina, Saint Marie's, Idaho, Jollyville, Texas, George Washington National Forest in Lost City, West Virginia. Beautiful Ooh, wow. this time of year. Yes, the Mike Gomera Show is on now and brought to you by Cornerstone. They want you to think about mortgage rates because if you currently have uh, what is a great rate, 3.25% yeah, sure, or it. higher, uh, you need to call my friend Mark Livingstone at Cornerstone First Financial, and you need to do it today. Right now, 90% of homeowners have rates higher than the average going interest rate. Uh, that's it. That's the truth. Cornerstone First Financial, their rates are so low that they've actually become a disruptor in the industry because their rates, service, and programs are unparalleled. Their low-rate guarantee and the fact that they are both a lender and a broker allows them to have flexibility to approve loans that the big banks can. Interest rates on thirty-year fixed rate, thirty-year uh, fixed mortgages rather, right. have fallen into the twos for the first time ever. You need to call my friend Mark Livingstone at Cornerstone First Financial. Do it now. 202-625-1221. 202-625-1221 or online at cornerstonefirst.com. Cornerstone First Financial. Personal attention to closing, uh, from application to closing. Sorry, I couldn't see. Uh, welcome to the show. That's Regis. Regis Philbin, uh, who... Uh, Boy, I'll, I'll get into the whole troll while I was trolled, and somebody said, hey, "All okay. you did was all you did was ridicule." Uh, it wasn't ridicule; it was an impression, and it was it was comedy. And we were giving him a hard time. We gave Kathy Lee a hard time. That's right. what we did. We gave people hard times. Uh, if you want to call what David Letterman did ridiculing Regis, uh, David uh, went out to to dinner with Regis after every show that he was on. Uh, Regis Philbin was. An American original, and uh, yes, you can call it ridicule. I call it comedy. I call it fun, poking fun at uh, Regis Philbin, which we did all the time. And uh, it's funny that because my impression of Regis Philbin was so significant to what I did on the shows that I've been involved in, uh, that people thought of me uh, occasionally when uh, when uh, they heard about Regis's mm -hmm. passing. And uh, I think back on Regis fondly because. It was a it was satire that was so much fun because Regis was so much fun to listen to. He was such a an American original, and that's what it, you don't have to be brilliant. You don't have to be super talented. You just have to bring something to the table, and that's mm -hmm. what that's what made Regis uh, a television icon. And he was so 
so impressionable to to do an impression of. I mean, when that you was, talk when you talk amazing. about whether or not you ridicule him, I think, I think I got some to... of the Sudafed Oscar hat. I'm not sure. What, no, what no, no, no. Be, I think, I everything you just said made sense, Mike. It did. All right, good. I think of Regis. I think of you. I, I just do. Um, I think of Regis. I think of uh, Kelly Ripa. I think of uh, Kathy Lee Gifford. I think of like American television. Regis, in many ways, for me, was someone I grew up with. Even when I had stayed home from school and I was learning English, I'd see this man on television. I just didn't know right. who he was. Right, worker, uh, worker yeah. bee, a workaholic. I mean, he was. I believe everywhere. he held the held the record for the most hours of live television of any other person. And when you say about the ridicule. If you listen back to the tapes we just played to open the show with, he was the first to make fun of himself. And that's, I mean, you got to know that. He was in on the joke. He knew that he was a target, and I think he sort of enjoyed it. And when you talk about people associating Regis with you, the most horrifying thing happened this weekend when Regis's death was announced. I got a text, a condolence text, from Beth Ann McBride. Yeah. And she <laughs> hates me. But she oh said, my God. when I heard about Regis, thought about the show even before I thought of Joy Philbin and just sending my best thoughts your way. So Beth Ann was thinking of you as well. But you yeah, know, I think uh, it's, uh, my he cousin, was in my on it. My cousin Ted mentioned it to me uh, over the weekend. Uh, condolences. It's funny because uh, the impression was such a big part of what I did. It was one of the better ones I did. When, uh, when I'd have an opportunity to uh, do Regis on the fly, and he's one of the ones that I can do as quickly as that and uh, call and I think you predated you you predated Dana Carvey I think on actually doing Regis on the show because when they were launching live as you know it it started out as just a New York based Mm -hmm. show and then when it rolled out national and they were really trying to promote it you would occasionally have him on the show when you guys did mornings because they were hungry for publicity and then right. you'd occasionally get a mention like he said we talked to uh, two djs and you know he would mention it in like the opening <laughs> ramble so you guys this were way i'm glad you're here because you're the show historian and you can offer uh maybe some clarity on the one of the one of the times we got in real big trouble and that's six. when we oh uh, i remember being I told that the we hotel gonna get in uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, were you with us at that point when yes. we were? Uh, mm-hmm. I, what I happened? called the the hotel in Los Angeles, and this tells you my memory. It's squash. Well, oh, why don't not you gonna... let Rob uh, lay, well, lay out the scene? Well, I'll tell you my yeah. my memory of okay. it. That we called uh, a hotel where we found out Regis was staying in L.A. They were doing and like those... a week of remotes, I think, because oh, you know New York based. Okay. So in, in and LA. I we got a tip, and I called. Uh, we called the hotel, and I got the front desk and convinced the front desk that I was Regis Philbin, <laughs> and they allowed me to get into uh, the messages that were left yes. for Regis. Mm-hmm. And so we did that, and like all true spoiled brats, we had so much fun with it that day, we decided to come back and do it a second day. Right. And when we came back and did it the second day, I called uh, the front desk of the hotel and I said, hi, this is uh, Regis Philbin. I just want to check my messages. And uh, and they said, just a minute, Mr. F- uh, Philbin. And where is the day before? <laughs> this is my memory of it. The day I, so before, far, you're spot on. It's All of our check marks are matching, Mike. <laughs> the day before we got into the messages, the, here are your unplayed messages. Oh, yeah. Hi, Regis. We're going to meet you at such and such a restaurant. We're just, and we're just going, blah. I'm dying Just laughing. the fact that we got into Regis. So the second day, it was a, a bit more of a delay. And uh, and suddenly, uh, a person comes on the line, and uh, 
hello, who is this? I said, I said, this is Regis Philbin. And on the other line, you hear, no, this is Regis Philbin. <laughs> and I don't know what happened after that, but we oh, probably hung God. up. And uh, we tried to keep him on a little bit, but it's uh, all right. Uh, uh, you know, you're, uh, but what happened after that, if memory serves me, we got in big trouble. Very big. We got in really, I mean, like like top of the company CEO trouble for doing what we Like, can, I believe uh, there was, I, if I recall, there was no show the next day kind of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got suspended. Yeah, got suspended and then uh, I remember that. being told uh, by the producer at the time, uh, she said, well, it was a good run. Uh, she really thought it was the end because it was. Thought, yeah, because he went to uh, Mel Carmazon. Yeah. That's yeah. the way I, I understand. Yeah, so it was it He was went to the top of the company. He knew, Mel, water. He knew Mel Carmazon. And, and by also, that time, Regis was a player that time. Uh, yeah, that sure. Like, like, Regis started out the sidekick for Joey Bish. He's been in television, national television, for a good long time. But Mike made his bones doing I, the uh, the morning show up in New York. And then that became a national I, show. I get it. I, and he was at the pinnacle. He was right up, right yes. at the crest. And, and in today's media, uh, you would probably you and you and uh, Don would probably get uh, unfortunately because I think this is hilarious. But you would get, probably get prosecuted one way or another. You hacked into someone's personal voicemail. Yep, that's yeah. uh, that's exactly what happened, and I regret it. No, I don't. I'm sorry. Was there anything I, it funny was, uh, in the messages? That would have been great. Yeah, there was a funny. It's just uh, somebody was going to meet him, and it was like Regis's show busy friends. <laughs> yeah, and, and the uh, thing about it, when you look back on like, it, hi Regis, hi. Uh, we're going to meet you. At such and such the very fact <laughs> that you got away with it once is amazing. Is amazing. But why would you think you're on a nationally syndicated radio show? How is it not going to get back to him somehow? <laughs> In fun. retrospect, I just can't believe, but God, I, I do remember now, holding my stomach laughing. It was great. Now, another, another Regis moment. This is how important Regis Philbin was to my career. Right. We, uh, the only time that I ever spoke to Donald Trump was because of Regis Philbin. That's We right. called Trump Tower mm-hmm. to speak to Donald Trump and... Uh, I think it might have. Come, I don't know where where it came from, but I think it might have been my thought that well, Regis could probably get through to Donald, ah, right? Because uh-huh. we were trying to get through to Donald Trump, and we called Trump Tower, we called the Trump Building, uh, and the Trump Enterprises or whatever it was called, mm-hmm. and the Regis voice got me to the executive suite immediately. Right got away. me to Donald Trump's personal secretary immediately. <laughs> And had me put through to Donald Trump. And I remember it lasted a very short period of time because Donald, I'll give him credit, immediately, Mr. President, yes. recognized that it wasn't Regis Philbin and hung up on us mm. or, or well, said, no, don't you have I anything remember, better to do? Don't believe, you have anything better to do? I believe what he said was, don't you have anything better to do? If you want to talk to me, go through the proper channels. Goodbye. Yeah, it was in the young up. And yeah. uh, it was... Uh, it was, you know, that was <laughs> Regis. And then yeah, yeah. the third wheel of this uh, little Regis trifecta for me was when John Pop, producer of the G. Gordon Liddy show, oh, this was asked little... me to call in and prank G. Gordon Liddy on his birthday. And hi, this is hi, Gordon. Hi, Reg. And we have that on tape somewhere. Somewhere, and I called yeah. As Regis Philbin, the Regis Philbin impression was such a big but, deal. You well, know, I used it. I used it for evil all over well, the place. But That's you what can't I did. be. You can't be told you were using it for evil when you called Liddy because you were asked to do it. But afterwards, it was so badly handled 
because it was Liddy's birthday show, like his 70, uh, or I think it was his 120th oh, birthday. Oh, so they, they basically pranked right. him on the wrong day. They pranked him on the wrong day, and then it made it made Liddy look simple because he was fooled, and he thought he, thought he had the pull to have Regis call in on his birthday, and then right. it was revealed that it wasn't him, and it, just, yeah. it was another grand moment in broadcast history. <laughs> but Regis, I, my memory of Regis was, Regis was like a... Uh, a great DJ done well. He he just brought a lot. He yeah. was quirky. He he let it all hang out, and he let you know that he didn't know stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just it, and he had a he was a prima donna, and it was fun to watch him. And he just brought it. He brought it. He laid it all out there. And he's also a guy that late in his career, late in his life. He got a lot of breaks, and he grabbed mm-hmm. every he did. one of them yeah. right before he uh, retired. And it's a you know it's sad because I thought he'd be around for a little bit longer. Always, but he was up there in his late eighties, so that uh, he was he lived a good long life. I always thought that the beginning of Live with Regis and Kathy Lee was sort of a very vague template for what would become Hot Talk Radio because there had never been a show that started with a twenty-five minute unscripted very loose opening ramble super loose and that is something that you never saw, let alone on television network. And it was never the same after him. It You're right. Never You're the exactly same right. But that's that's you, you he kind of that proved catalyst. that that it kind of proved that that sort of loose structure can work, and it allowed right. people to see that. So in that way, he really was an innovator, and he will she, be missed. Uh, you know, Kelly and uh, Kathy Lee. Uh, Kathy Lee was more uh, really open to the world, I think, than uh, yeah. than Kelly Lee. Yes. Kelly Lee still has that. It, it's it always appears to me that she's extremely careful. And what Structured, she projects yeah. mm-hmm. with the fam uh, and and all that that the and with Re- with Regis it didn't matter with Regis it was so care. real it, it was, was so real. He's like Notre Dame mm-hmm. and all the things he loved. Gelman, and his what were buddies. we talking about? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I remember once with Kelly when he just said, "So your daughter broke a leg," and she's like, "Oh well, we didn't want to talk about that." <laughs> yes, yeah, see, like, yeah. yeah, that's it. That was I mean, the was difference a, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, was it a was it a compound fracture? <laughs> uh, did you, know, you weren't like, you paying attention? Was... Did you did you ignore her? <laughs> it was great. So yeah. that's Regis Philbin and. Uh, for those of you that uh, enjoyed uh, Regis as much as we did, look, when you're doing that kind of an impression of a guy, you're obsessed with the guy. And we were obsessed yep. with Regis film for quite some time, and uh, he will be missed. I was extremely sad when yes. I heard that news because of, uh, you know, he helped my career. He did. Yep. He didn't even know he did. You know? <laughs> it was fantastic, especially when we... Uh, Got through to that voicemail. Always fantastic. That, yeah. Day two, man. Day two. No, <laughs> this is Regis Philbin. No, this and is you know, Regis. Re- and we just got off on being. I'm um, catching us with that. That sure. was fun too. Yeah, so that was cool. But, Oscar, uh, you ever feel the air totally sucked out of a room when he said, "No, this is Regis." Time stopped. <laughs> just so you yeah, know, we froze. <laughs> we froze like the cowards that we really were. And boy, did we get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we almost got fired. Oh, God. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more fun and thrills right here on the Michael Mara Show, everybody. Ones. Ah! Come and get your cocktail party. Oh, this Friday? Yes. Mm-hmm. Come, my little ones. Champagne, drunken wives, all free on Friday. <laughs> I've lots of lovely goodies for you. Naughty words. <laughs> Mixed drinks. Maybe even ice cream. 
<laughs> Treacle tarts. Treacle tarts. And ice cream. And all free. Come along, kitty winkies. Come along, my little dears. My little mice. What will it be? Carla? Shannon? Superstar Carrie? <laughs> it's all on Facebook Live. Live? Go inside, my little dears. <laughs> and all free on Friday. That's the best. That is the best promo. Yeah, we're going to do it again. The TMOS Cocktail Party this uh, coming Friday, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we will have everybody there. Hopefully, Oscar's recovered by that point. I oh, hope so. I hope to God. Modern medicine, and uh, we'll have all the wives. The uh, decongestant from- goes great with Jack and Coke. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> been a while since <laughs> we checked ourselves. in. We'll find out. I want to find out how everybody's doing. Yeah. during this terrible time that uh, has it gotten better. Oh, that's right. No, it Worse. hasn't. Uh, Worse. Welcome back to, to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by Freshly. We've all spent a lot of time at home in the past few months. I'll say <laughs> yes, a I lot. Know. <laughs> uh, and at first, it was kind of fun cooking at home. Well, now, if you're like me, uh, you're plenty tired of cooking all around the clock. Enough already. That's where Freshly comes in. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple. Right? 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 Uh, With Freshly, you could avoid the grocery store and enjoy fully prepared dinners delivered fresh, not frozen, right to your door. Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner is done. Just choose a plan that works for you. Take a break from all that cooking. It's too hot anyway. Freshly has what you want every time. You're going to love Freshly. Join the almost one and a half million satisfied Freshly customers and skip the shopping, the prepping, the cooking, and the cleanup. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off their first two orders at Freshly.com slash TMOS. Don't wait. That's Freshly.com slash TMOS. I've done it again. How did I get this late? But I am this late. Uh, we have a short break here, and then uh, damn it, we Regis! Move on. So, uh, I'm I'm sorry about that. I apologize. I'm doing the very best I can. I'm going to buy uh, a dozen pairs of shoes. Well then, uh, well then, fine. Uh, I, I guess I've got time to tell you. Yeah, I can tell you the uh, binge that we uh, knocked out yesterday, okay. last night. So I get on a kick where I've been. Uh, they, I think they put shows on cable, guys, to put. Uh, to promote different films that are out there where you'll see a lot of Mark Wahlberg. Mark Mark Wahlberg's yeah. everywhere. And yeah. uh, I, I watched a shoot em up with Mark Wahlberg the other night. Then I think there was another Mark Wahlberg uh, yeah, that I was watching uh, late afternoon because we went out with uh, the fam in the uh, in the afternoon, the early afternoon and morning. And, uh, and I was just gassed because I uh, didn't sleep well on Saturday night. To make a long story short, uh, Carla comes in and says, are you watching uh, any more guns and explosions Ooh. and guns, guns and the <laughs> And I said, oh, you know what? Let's watch something together. Your choice. Oh, so nice. she immediately goes to the picture of the killer uh, and, uh, you know, how to catch it. I'm like, I don't want to. Right, you're talking about me liking guns and war and stuff. And all you want to do is Less find the murder. person that murdered their wife. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. So we settle on a little program, a brand new one from uh, Netflix called Unorthodox, which uh, you may have seen it, you may have not. Hmm. This program uh, is a story that takes place in the Satmar Hasidic Jewish community in a place called uh, Williamsburg in Brooklyn. You've probably heard about this community. It's a very, very large uh, Hasidic Jewish community. 
And this was riveting. Absolutely. I don't have the stars yet, but we binged all four episodes, and they were hour-long episodes. Might have been five. I'm not sure. But we binged last night, and Carla never says, you want to do another one? You know, Carla is a one-episode Time for bed, person. Right. I sure. will go till I'll go till four o'clock in the morning if I like a show enough. Yeah. I don't mm. care. I will sacrifice the sleep. Was <laughs> it Shira and Haas? Is uh, Shira Haas yes. is the young lady yep. who plays Etsy, the uh, star of makes the show? A, makes lots of crafts. Yeah, puts she them on the website. A, she is spectacular. Etsy, that's the website. Jeff. Yeah, I get, I get internet. Joke. Oscar, you're so silly on drugs. I get it. We did go with the Shira Haas uh, poll there, she's and I beautiful. think she might be. Uh, but she's very, she's waif like. She is so Mike. teeny tiny. I mean, that's what I'm and, into. And. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Oh, now you're gonna gross stay. Me can out. you stay on topic? Now please? you're gonna Sorry. make me. Now you're gonna make now, me. My, yeah. I see uh, here that it's it's largely in Yiddish. So is it subtitled? How do they let handle me, that? Let's take a break. I will All come right. back here and explain uh, this show because once again I've done it. I uh, we have so much to unpack. <laughs> that I didn't get to. I really didn't think it would take that long to do the Regis and all that, but uh, we'll come right back and I'll tell you all about the show called Unorthodox on Netflix, which I which I found fascinating. We'll be right back. I know if you'd like to learn more about the Mike O'Mara show, the Library of Congress recommends these books. These boots were made for fighting. The Jabril's of Madison County <laughs> and Fascinating Cheeses of Western New York. These and many interesting books aren't found in your local library. But if you'd like to read more, shop Walmart and Target through the TMOS Shopping Center and share your favorites at the TMOS Fans Book Club and Recommendations page on Facebook. We'll be happy to help you read more about it. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show. So, uh, I am not an outdoorsy guy when it comes to yard work. I just don't like it. But I do love a very, very nice lawn. And I want to tell you about a new sponsor we have on the Mike O'Mara Show called Sunday. Sunday is a magnificent company where if you want to really improve your lawn, all you have to do is go to their webpage. It's GetSunday.com. Here's exactly how it works. This is how easy it was for me. I give them my address online. Right. They take from a satellite photo and from soil analysis in the region, they can do it all over the country, they give me the products and mm. send me the products in order to treat my lawn. Great. And it doesn't matter what time. I happen to get the, uh, the summer heat treatment right. and the fall treatment. I got it sent to me in a box. This weekend, I think it was either Friday or Saturday, I attached this bag that's got all the fertilizer that I need or the treatment, the nutrients for the lawn. I attach it to my hose. I go out into the yard and I spray for about 15 to 25 minutes and I cover the entire lawn just after it was cut, they give you the exact time when you should do it. They also gave me some dandelion preventative, mm -hmm. which comes in a spray bottle. They give you everything. This, uh, you know, you know, I'm an idiot, and <laughs> uh, and I and and I'm, you know, this is an idiot-proof company Sunday that allows me to spray this treatment, and then we finally got the heat wave. I hit this perfectly. Nailed it. I timed it perfectly, and all it was was a question of walking out on my lawn and watering it mm. yep. with a hose and attaching the hose to this bag of stuff. And when it's empty, you're done. And it was fantastic. The company is called Sunday. They created my custom lawn plan based on the soil climate and the lawn picture that they're looking at. And you don't need expensive equipment. No. I just sounded like the president. And you don't need expensive equipment. 
No, no, no. <laughs> no. That's perfectly all Don't right. Don't they include What's the, the nozzle, Mr. President? Yes, they do. They have the nozzle that comes with it. By the way, <laughs> the reusable nozzle good, yes. is good. now in the ba- in the box that they sent for my fall treatment, which I will do be doing about August 24th up here. Very, awesome. very exciting. Perfect. You don't need to know everything about soil, grass, or micronutrients to have a great lawn. So if you're not 100% sure what your lawn needs to be green, uh, no worries. Just get Sunday. Visit GetSunday.com for $20 off your summer plan when you use promo code TMOS at checkout. By the way, the prices are so good that $20 off is going to be, uh, you'll be very surprised you'll at feel how it, affordable yeah. it is. Mm. That's G-E-T-S-U-N-D-A-Y.com, promo code TMOS for $20 off your summer plan. Get Sunday. And I'm actually looking forward to doing my mid-August plan with them cool. as well. Let me get back to uh, this show. So this... Uh, I think we probably get a little taste of these uh, reli- these intensely religious communities, uh, but sometimes when you get a show that just does an amazing dive, and this show is primarily in Yiddish with subtitles, and it's spectacular what's, because uh, you understand What's the trials it. and tribulations that they the go The trials through. and tribulations is she's married off at a young age like so many of people in this community. She can't handle it, and she flees to Berlin, of all places. Mm, really? Uh, and it is uh, that is where her mother has fled, and uh, she is virtually estranged from her mother. Set in the present day? Present day. Okay. Goes over there. I think present day. It's hard to tell because right. you've got the, right the costume. It, it, you have to watch it. It is a study in these communities, these insulated religious communities. But it is there's a level of authenticity that is almost documentary-like with this. Can't wait. I also came away. Uh, I think it's extremely easy to look at people with different hair and different right. hats and different customs and and judge it. But I chose not to do that because I I think I give the show credit for my ability to intellectualize the idea of a persecuted people that went through the trauma that they went through. And this religious sect, the, uh, the Satmars, are relatively young. I think it's in the early 1900s. And then became uh, very entrenched in New York City, Brooklyn, right. after World War II. And you can kind of get that they their big thing is that they want to procreate and and they want to just continue to you know in- increase their population because they were decimated uh, by the yeah. Holocaust. There's this sure. uh, there's this gentleman who plays Yaakov. Uh, his, his real name is Amit, uh, Amit uh, Rahav, and he is a dreamboat. Let me tell you. <laughs> Maddie, if you want to the, check that out there are really it's just a fascinating story and to be entertained and also educated at the same time about the community and it really doesn't it, yeah you got the bad guys and the good guys and she's trying to get away but it it, it resists Who are the, the bad guys to be well the bad guys are she flees the community oh. and then they send the husband and this one guy moisha over to uh, just like that uh, reality on the show uh, kind of a similar. Oh, re- re- it's kind of that similar situation, but the it, it was realistic that way. Where they, uh, you have to watch it. Okay, and you have to watch. Where does she run? Wonderful. Uh, she runs to Berlin, and oh, damn. 
And and it's just I'm not going to give any spoiler okay. alerts. I'm done asking because well, because I will say really, this, Oscar. There's a lot I'm of good looking men good in it. Job articulating it, you know. Yeah, a lot of good looking guys. Yeah, they in got the some show. rainbows on that cast. Yeah, boy. But you know, one of the things I came away with is I think in uh, this day and age, there's not nearly enough empathy for people who have different lifestyles. And I think that understanding that, that, yeah. that, that runs the gamut. And so when you're when you, I think you resist that when you resist the urge to say. Oh my God, what's that all about? That'd be easy to look at a community like this and not be able to understand it. But I looked at it, uh, maybe because I've read so much recently about the Holocaust uh, with a book that I just finished called The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Right. It makes sense to me that uh, that, that some of these religious sects would, 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 would get even more fervent in their desire to keep the community intact and to keep it insular. And to not uh, not not trust the outside world. I get it completely. It makes mm-hmm. sense to me. I don't necessarily think it's a good thing mm. or a bad thing, but I can understand where understand it would come it, from. Yeah. And this doesn't necessarily make it all evil, but she can't deal with it. And there are a lot of people probably that have left religious sects like this that have not been able to handle it. And, you know, and I remember at one point I said to Carla, I said, well, what if they're right? My, you do think about that. That's the way yeah, I look at it. It's getting 95% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Looks like it came out in the middle of the pandemic. So the idea that you're discovering it now is not shocking because I haven't right. even heard of it. It's, it's spectacular. Uh, it's, I think it's it going to win great. some awards. Looks I really great. do. I think it's going to win some awards. And and uh, at four episodes, quite digestible. It sounds like a good It's good digestible. Watch. I could use. I could have used... 10 episodes. I could have used three seasons. I think mm-hmm. they could have done that if they wanted to, but I think it was an on and gone. And uh, check it out. It's called Orthodox, uh, Unorthodox. Unorthodox. Unorthodox on Netflix. And uh, if you've ever been uh, curious, and I think anybody that's ever spent any amount of time in New York City, oh, you yeah. just look at, you know, you look at the people with the curls and with the hats, and you're walking along going, what is that all about? Right. This really dives into it. I remember my brother in law tells me a story about coming back. Uh, over the Tappan Zee Bridge on a mm-hmm. business meeting in Connecticut, and this guy driving a car because it was getting close to sundown, and he almost killed them going up on the sidewalk because yeah. he had to be home mm-hmm. by sundown. It was that level of religious fervor. Check it out for yourself. Please let me know what you think about it. I will. I love it when you do that. When people, uh, you know, send me feedback, and uh, hopefully, I'm not steering you wrong. So we'll, uh, you know, that's that's uh, called unorthodox. Thank you on Netflix. Another good, uh, and I got to give Carla credit. She picked it out. She picked it out. So tonight we get to watch Daddy's show. All right. That's the 17th viewing of The Wrong Missy. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, That's a good book. (laughs) Very good book. We'll take a break and come back with more fun. I'm an idiot. I'm the Mike O'Mara show. Greetings, friends. It's your kid's teacher here. Remember back in March when you discovered what teachers deal with every day? (laughs) Remember how grateful you were? Thanks for that. We miss them. We want to teach them. We just don't want them to kill us. (laughs) So let's stay home for now. And after a long day of virtual learning, get yourself an egg salad sandwich and enjoy the Mike O'Mara Show. Oh, and buy your kids a TMOS t-shirt so they don't show up to Zoom class in their pajamas. (laughs) Class dismissed. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by our patron society. Tis important to remember, when one gives, one receives back the same twofold. True. And so, and so, and so. Please, keep this in mind for just a moment. You see, you see, 
We need your help. Uh, and here's how you can do it. The TMOS Patron Society. We need you to go to MikeOmeraShow.com, click the Patron Society banner and make a pledge to TMOS. One, five, ten dollars a week or any amount, even a one-timer. We'd love that. It's entirely up to you. TMOS needs you and you can make a difference because if you're there for us, we'll be here for you. If you can contribute, please do give. It feels good. Your support means the world to us now more than ever. We appreciate you, and we thank you. News. News. Boo. Show blew by. Jesus. Zoom. Oh, I knew it would. I knew it would today. Uh, We had a lot to unpack. (laughs) (laughs) That was the third one. I love it. (laughs) We're spending a lot of time on him today, and he deserves it. Regis Philbin passed away on Saturday. He was 88. Some uh, reports say he died of heart disease, but while uh, he's had heart issues in the past, his family said he passed of natural causes. The family released a statement saying, we're deeply saddened to share that our beloved Regis passed away one month shy of his 89th birthday. His family and friends are forever grateful for the time we got to spend with him. Regis had an incredible 60-year career beginning in 1961 when he hosted... Wow. I was two years old. When he hosted uh, his first talk show, The Regis Philbin Show on local TV in San Diego. He is best remembered now for co-hosting Live with Regis and Kathy Lee and Live with Regis and Kelly for more than 20 years, for hosting the initial run of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and for hosting the first season of America's Got Talent. I forgot about that. Of Regis's death got out. Many of his peers paid tribute to him. Kathy Lee said, Regis, there will never be another. And she later added, quote, there are no words to fully express the love I have for my precious friend Regis. I simply adored him. And uh, every day with him was a gift. Uh, We spent 15 years together bantering, bickering, and laughing ourselves silly, a tradition and a friendship we shared up to this very day. There has never been anyone like him, and there never will be. Kelly Ripa, in a joint statement with Ryan Seacrest, which I found odd, uh, said, quote, Hmm. we're beyond saddened to learn about the loss of Regis. He was the ultimate class act, bringing his laughter and joy to our homes every day on live for more than 23 years. I just didn't understand why it was a joint statement, why it had to be done through well, the show. Well, she's probably controlling everything, Mike. You know what happened with it's Trey. It's a lot. Michael Strahan and all. Maybe she enjoyed what the, the network could handle this for her. I don't know. It, does that seem odd to it you It seems odd. It seems very cold. Isn't very cold. Ryan Seacrest like, I would say, a bigger star than Kelly Ripa? Yeah, probably better well, yeah. than Kelly Ripa. Yeah. 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 So, And he probably had a relationship with Regis or one way or another because that's the way it was. Right. So he could have written something, and then she could have written something a little more personal. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, They said we were beyond lucky to have him as a mentor in our careers and aspire every day to fill his shows on the show. I I don't know. I found the whole thing Mm. a little weird. That sounds Uh, a little cool and impersonal. And also maybe pre-prepared. Well, here's something that speaks to the heart, and because they were always talking to each other on the show. Longtime live producer Michael Gelman said, quote, Devastated by Regis's passing, mm-hmm. he was a broadcasting legend, as well as my friend, colleague, and mentor for over 30 years. My heart goes out to his wife, Joy, and his family. Jimmy Kimmel, who uh, you know is a very, very empathetic guy on TV, said, quote, Regis was a great broadcaster, a good friend, and a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, that's that whole Rickles Regis thing. Yep. Uh, poor Jimmy's losing a lot of, as Rob said, the redwoods that are falling out there. Yeah, he leaves behind a TV legacy that will likely go unmatched. David Letterman, he had so much fun with Regis. He said, "Quote: Regis is in the same category as Johnny Carson, yep. superlative. He was on our show 
a million times, always the best guest we ever had. Charming, lovable, and could take a punch. That's a great way of putting yep. it. When he retired, I lost interest in television. I love him. Uh, Regis was Letterman's guest 150 times. Wow. <laughs> it was... It was must-see television. Yep. Letterman would just sit there and he could take a punch. That was the fun thing. Yep. 150 times, he guest-hosted The Late Show when Letterman got sick and Mm -hmm. was recovering from quintuple bypass surgery. Regis would later have a similar triple bypass procedure in 2007, and Letterman was his first guest when he returned to TV. On December 31st, 2004, Regis filled in for Dick Clark on Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. I probably made fun of that. It's like, of course, yeah. Can he get any more gigs, (laughs) that guy? Uh, But that's uh, that's and you know what no one has mentioned so far is that for about three months. He was a fashion icon. He had everybody wearing monochromatic suits, ties, and shirts because yep. that's why he dressed on uh, on Millionaire. Mm-hmm. That was the hot look for a while. He well, was then a, fine. He, well, then okay, fine. Well, then okay, fine. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> you will be missed. He will not be speaking from heaven today, but maybe tomorrow. <laughs> maybe. No, we'll maybe wait a week. Maybe we'll wait a week. <laughs> maybe we'll wait a month. I'm not sure. Uh, Anyway, Ryan Reynolds is offering a $5,000 reward for the return of a stolen teddy bear. But this isn't just a cute thing he's doing for a little kid who's misplaced their toy. A 28-year-old woman in Vancouver named uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, named Mary Soriano, lost a bear when a bag it was packed in uh, with other valuables was stolen from outside of her U-Haul. The bear is irreplaceable because it contains a voice recording that her mother made for her before she died of cancer. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Mara uh, said, quote, she had a recording on it that was specifically just for me and said she loved me, she was proud of me, and and she'll uh, always be with me, Teddy Bear. I uh, hugged it every time I missed her. Throw me for a loop there with that. Yeah, uh, sorry the about teddy that. Bear. Are you listening to the story? <laughs> the teddy bear Oscar, is take a, a pill. Nope. Uh, the teddy bear is wearing a. Uh, he's, he's just being OCD. The teddy bear is wearing a red and white dress. There are only a few things that fire in that giant skull. It's Elvis. It's the Beatles and uh, and Paul Paul McCartney uh, and Jerry and, and Jerry f- and then and it just food like, food and food. Yeah, food? there you go. Anyway, that's it. I hope she finds her bear. All right. Uh, Ryan tweeted $5,000 to anyone who returns this bear tomorrow. Zero questions asked. I think we all need this bear to come home. Agreed. uh, Agreed. The teddy bear is wearing a red and white dress plus black frame glasses, uh, just like her mom did. She knows it was stolen because there is security footage where someone is seen grabbing the bag and walking away. So give Mm, the lady mm, back mm, her mm. bear, please. Uh, Well, that bubble the NBA was hoping to stay in uh, has another hole. L.A. Clippers player (laughs) Lou Williams will quarantine for 10 days after leaving Orlando to go to a funeral and then hitting a strip club afterward. Mm. Oh, Lou. Uh, Lou was in Atlanta last Thursday after the father of a close friend passed, and after the service, he stopped off at Magic City. (laughs) Oh, no! Uh, He was outed by a a rapper named Jack Harlow who posted a photo of him together. He deleted it and tried to claim it was an old photo. But Lou uh, had a new NBA mascot, so it couldn't have been old. Lou eventually admitted he went to the strip club, (laughs) but claims he only stopped in to get food. Sure. This guy's such a dope. Looking for the the wrong bubble, Mike. (laughs) If he'd just gone to the funeral, he would have had to quarantine for four days, but a strip club is high risk. They must have it in the bylaws. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they do. So now it's 10. 
and he'll miss two games, meaning he also forfeits 150 grand of his uh, salary. What an what an a hole! Like yeah. for, it's for such a, an a hole. The line. Also, Don't be an a hole for the lie. sport. Yeah, for the sport that's begging for everyone to get through the season and right. get yeah. paid. Can't let the little wiener down. Yeah. Has to no. take care of his little wiener. Uh, uh, well, that bubble, the NBA. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading that a second now. Now it's time for a little something. Ah, something. Yes. Uh, there's a 22. I binged the show. Did I mention I binged the show to like you 1 did. o'clock in the morning <laughs> yes. last night? Did I tell you that? Doing yes. stupid Do they teach, you, they teach you that here? Did I mention that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there's a 22-year-old woman. Her name is Dakota DiRienzo from ah. Sebastian, Florida. And last Thursday, she was visiting her 59-year-old dad, Luigi DiRienzo, at his mobile home park. Well, he had some medical marijuana, but he wouldn't share it with Dakota, so they got into an argument, and it got physical. According to the police report, Dakota attacked Luigi by pulling him down to the ground and attempting to grab his genitals. Oh, Luigi. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds like a nasty fight. When yeah. asked about uh, Luigi, uh, you know, Dakota said, he's a good father. I shouldn't have done it. Luigi said, oh, Dakota, <laughs> she's a good girl. She just like to get high all the time. <laughs> yes, I'm a mess. I am a hot mess today. We will take a break. Come back with the audio vault right here with Rob Spiewak, everybody. Are you a 40-something-year-old chick going no, through no, a midlife no, crisis? No, 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 no. I'm sorry I can't <laughs> do him anymore, Rob. Jesus Christ. Like what him. are you in love with the guy, for God's sakes, every day? That's four days in a row. Let me get right to the bonus package, thank Reed. You. Please, please. Uh, thank you. Uh, don't worry, folks. All is well, because just like psoriasis and herpes, the important things always come back. <laughs> Important things like the Friday night TMOS bonus show cocktail party. That's right. It's back, baby. Back this yeah. Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. A uh, regular drunken show followed by an inebriated bonus episode. The bonus show will stream free once, but then it goes behind a paywall with its nearly 500 uncensored bonus friends. But uh, never fear. You can gain unlimited access to all of them by subscribing to the TMOS bonus show. No commercials, no censorship, no problem. It only costs you pennies a laugh. Just click the banner at MikeOmeraShow.com. The whole ball of wax is right there waiting for ye. And a subscription just might improve your weeping sores. Oh, Ew, they're the gross. worst. Oh, Sad, It's your right? passport to He's the passport. Uh, I'm Mike O'Mara. I guarantee it. Imbibe, subscribe, and feel the TMOS vibe. And now back to <laughs> I'm Dickens. He's Fenster. Already in progress. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, your brain. Let's open up the uh, the audio ball and uh, take it away, Rob Spiewak. Mike, the movie is called Greyhound, and it's on Apple TV, Ooh. and it's the Tom Hanks movie about the submarine, and it's not doing very well. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to jump in? Go ahead. I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my Vizio television. Yes. Uh, yes. My Vizio uh, apparently has a war with Apple. I guess yeah, that's I the way it, it goes. I looked it up as well. Uh, uh, you're not going to get the... Uh, you have to have an, an actual hardware Apple TV in order for it to work the uh-huh. way you want it. Looks like problems. I won't be watching it. Not a big well, deal. Looks, looks like I won't be watching yeah, the morning show. All right, well, so, <laughs> well Mike... It looks like the movie's not doing that good because Tom Hanks has done another one of his good guy things to get yep. him in the news. I saw this and somebody hipped you to it, right? Of course. And they he revealed that his first job was selling hot dogs for the Oakland Athletics in the stadium, oh, which it- I may or may not believe. So <laughs> he has douche. recorded 
virtual dialogue of him selling hot dogs to play during the virtual Oakland Athletics broadcast. Why? So you watch the submarine movie. I can't even make the connection on this one. So basically you hear Woody... Uh, selling well, hot dogs. Here's what it sounds game. like when you're watching. You're watching the A's game. Hot dog, colossal hot dog. They mix hot this dog, in with yeah. the crowd noise. Colossal hot dog. It's not a ball game without a hot dog. Who wants a hot dog? Hot dog here. Hot dog. Colossal hot dog. Colossal <laughs> dogs. Hot dog. And remember, Greyhound available on Apple TV. <laughs> he was pissed that Greyhound was uh, with the pandemic wouldn't be coming out in uh, theaters, and the movie yeah. getting sort of so-so reviews. I think right? moderate reviews. Just moderate like it's, reviews. It's as good as an Oakland Athletics hot dog. That's what they're saying. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Do you have your decorations up, Mike? Today is July twenty seventh. It's Bagpipe Appreciation Day. Yes. I love them. And I know you guys love bagpipes, so I couldn't let it go. Aren't you? Didn't, did you guys do on uh, Big O and Duke some Christmas show? Didn't you do that recently? Well, no, no, I would say. Or are you doing a Christmas in July? Or no, we did. We did one. It's a Christmas in June. We did it um, last month. Last okay, month. last, yeah, month. last yeah. month. Yeah. All right. Okay. Did, did you have bagpipes? No. Well, why oh. do you need decorations? Because they're. Because the, I just thought it was a big day for you. Bagpipe Appreciation Day. Put up your no. bagpipe tree. Light oh, all your bagpipe candles. I don't now, know. Now, now I understand it. I thought. Did you have at one point uh, bagpipes that were played badly? I seem to remember you had bagpipes. I that think Rob had, does. Rob does. Rob I does. would have. To, I'd, let me do a dive and find it for tomorrow. It was something. I think it was, <laughs> it was like bagpipes that were run by a machine. Or I'll have to find. I'll. What I'll I think do is anybody, I'll, if you went like did a, a YouTube search, probably get bagpipes played. Uh, bagpipes played badly. Well, what I like, I, you know what? Goofy. I don't mind when the bagpipes are really in, in hot rock and rock, like in the middle of that. But when the bagpipes start and when the bagpipes end, you, that's what's funny. You played one about. For a time, there were people playing their their instruments in public, just so people would listen. There was one of that, and I remember yeah, also yeah. a guy playing bagpipes while he bungee jumped. That might be the one that I'm thinking oh, of you know right what? now. I never request a theme audio vault. You want a bagpipe uh, audio yes! vault? Yes! I, I request a theme sometime in the next week or two, a theme audio vault of bad musicians of of oh, instruments failed, being failed. played badly oh, i've got some failed. good ones i've got some good ones that's a that's a great request i would I make think that if happen. that was like side by side that'd be funny i'd like that that'd be fun i'd watch that i'd watch a video of that that'd be great <laughs> happy 80th birthday today to someone this i did this for your son mike make sure he hears this segment happy 80th birthday to bugs bunny Aww. bugs bunny debuted oh, 80 bugs. years ago today what's up doc it's a wabbit down here, and I'm trying to catch him. What do you it's mean? Summer fun. Uh, yes. Wabbits, wabbits. You know, with big, long ears. Oh, like these? Yeah. And a with a white, fluffy tail. Like this? Yep. And he hops around and around. Oh, like this? Pardon me, but you know, you look just like a wabbit. Listen, Doc. Now, don't spread this around. <laughs> but, uh... Confidentially, <laughs> I am a rabbit. <laughs> That's right. I cannot tell a you a cartoon called A Wild Hair that debuted 80 years ago today. How gratifying it is that of all the stuff, all the crap that's out there, my son's two favorite cartoons are Tom and Jerry 
and Looney Tunes. And we can sit there and watch Looney Tunes and laugh out loud together. I'm blown away by it. that. That has to tell you how the, the level of quality they put it out with the to voice it. It and everything. To it. Oh, my God. Fantastic. I think it has to do with the fact that at Warner Brothers in the 40s, that animation studio was sort of a standalone unit. And yeah. there was a lot of talented people trying to make each other laugh. And that's why the st- they weren't catering to anybody except themselves. And they right. are very timeless. Now, talking of animation, speaking of animation, this is so dark and weird. Deep fake. When you see deep fake stuff on YouTube, it always flips me out a little bit because it's mm-hmm. a little too real. Uh, the nerds at MIT did a deep fake of President Nixon. Now, we've talked about in the past that in the National Archives, there was a speech written for if the Apollo 11 astronauts passed on the trip to the moon. They were prepared for this consequence. And that speech exists, and we've actually discussed it on this show. They did a deep fake where they took a video of Richard Nixon, they got a voiceover artist to read the speech, and did what it would have looked like if he had addressed the nation if the astronauts had died when the moon landing happened. Good evening, my fellow Americans. Fate has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. Every human being who looks up at the moon in the nights to come will know that there is some corner of another world that is forever mankind. It's just so weird to look at it's because it looks spectacular. Nixon, Mike, you must watch it though. Mm-hmm. I know the, I wouldn't have pulled the audio if it wasn't good, but when you see it, and they've actually matched it to that late '60s grainy videotape wow. look, that's it is cool. really Very weird. Creepy. But bless their hearts, that's what the nerds at MIT are doing. And uh, <laughs> oh, TikTok is not just dancers, Oscar. What? Apparently, one of the biggest guys that's trending on TikTok right now is named Jacob Pena. Because his thumbs are six inches long. One, two, three, four, I declare a thumb work. Never lost a thumb work. <laughs> yes, it's real, but the thing is, I have to like dislocate it and extend it for it to look long. Does anybody you know have a six inch thumb? <laughs> so if you say Americans wow. are craving entertainment, I say it's out there. You just got to find it. <laughs> now, wow. if I could, I'd love to see Richard Nixon. <laughs> talk about his thoughts man that guy and that guy's feeling feeling really really good i i heard he was in the pink <laughs> as we as we started with regis yeah. let us close with regis just a pink. great moment with david letterman you if you don't think david letterman loved regis letterman didn't do anybody's show and Letterman would do Regis's show. This right. is Regis with Letterman. Letterman compliments Regis. This is in 2004. The bigger they are, as in your case, the, the easier it is to make fun of because I couldn't, I couldn't put a wrinkle in your suit. I couldn't. Regis Philbin, myself, uh, uh, Jay Leno, uh, Pat Sajak. Does he have a show? No. <laughs> All of this put together could not carry your toupee. Safe home, Regis Philbin. We will miss you. That's your Magic Audio Vault. Have a great Monday, everybody. Get some rest, Mike. Thank you very much. That was fun. Fun show today. Fun one tomorrow. We're going to do it all over tomorrow. We'll be back for uh, another fantastic get-together, everybody. Let me share this with you. Uh, Thanks for joining. (laughs) You got some to unpack over there? (laughs) Thanks for joining us. For another perfect episode of TMOS. Don't forget, we're dying to hear from you. Messages for the weekly mailbag can be sent to Rob with two B's at MikeOmeraShow.com. You can also send your cities to Rob 
Uh, Please do. So they'll be featured at the beginning of every show for a whole week. Our mailing address is TMOS, Post Office Box 32101, Washington, D.C., 2007. Need assistance? Pony boy. Pony at boy. MikeOmeraShow.com. If you can lend your support, please click our Patron Society banner at MikeOmeraShow.com. It means more than you know. Thank you for listening and join us again next time for the best part of your day. The Mike O'Mara Show for Rob Spiewak and Oscar Santana. Mike O'Mara saying so long, everybody. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Before you go, please make a mental note. Today's show was made possible by the TMOS bonus packages. You can secure yours right now by going to MikeOmeraShow.com and clicking on the red bonus banner. Buy it or give it. Either way, you're helping out TMOS, and that's a good thing. Thank you, and go in peace. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. Now get home safely. Good night. It's been a good day. My God, what a good day. For mankind. So we're running out of wax. So, uh, and tape, and all that jazz. Let's say goodbye, huh? shall we? Bye bye.